Welcome to Parallel Leaders. Every week, we come alongside you and focus on eight growth points to address the obstacles holding you back. Not only do you need to grow as a leader, but your team, your systems, your numbers, your finances, the expectations, the facilities, and your culture must grow. If you target and evaluate your organization, leadership, or department under the microscope of these eight growth points, you will optimize your effectiveness as a leader. And today's podcast is all about equipping you with the tools and conversations you need to move forward. So let's go. Well, hey, everybody. Welcome to Parallel Team Day. My name is Tim Tribble, and I'm so glad that you're here, you're taking notes, and you are leveling up in your leadership. And today, I hope you got the student notes because we're going to be talking about resilient teams, resilient teams. And Henry Ford said this, which I found was so powerful. It says, as everyone is moving forward together, success takes care of itself. So before we talk about resilient teams, we need to identify what a team is. What is a team? A team is a collective of people with a problem to solve. It's a group of people that are trying to collectively solve a problem together. And when we choose to be a part of a team, we openly communicate, I desire to be a part of something bigger than myself. But what we silently communicate is I can't get to that bigger something without you. We need each other. Every member of the team has varying measures of responsibility, but equal measures of value, which means everybody's bringing something to the table and they're all holding a portion of weight, but that does not outweigh the value each person brings. Equal measures of value, but varying measures of responsibility. And if we're gonna have resilient teams, guys, we'll need to focus on three attributes. And the first one is people. People. This is where the strength of the team is built. So what are the main things that every person desires? Number one, every person desires to be seen. Their presence matters. They're here for a reason and or a season, so we need to discover it. If somebody is on our team, they're here for a short or a long season and a purpose, and it's our job as leaders to dig for that gold. Who are they? Where did they come from? Which leads us to number two. Every person desires to be known. Their story matters. It stops us from writing false narratives about who they are or what they're capable of doing. And then finally, number three, every person desires to be heard. Their input and perspective matters. Contribution, if somebody is contributing to your team, contribution should always earn a conversation. Their input and their perspective matters. Let's go to number two. What else defines a team? pressure. This is where tension is managed. So in order for there to be a team, tension must must exist. We always look and we're like, oh, why is there tension here? Why is there pressure here? The team has a problem that needs to be solved. Tension must exist so that the team can galvanize one another to get the best results and solutions possible to solve that problem. A team without tension and with no problem to solve is simply a gathering of people. And resilient teams, they are curators of tension and they are not conquerors of it, which means we're not trying to eliminate or obliterate tensions. We're not trying to get it out of the equation, but we are curators of tensions, which means that there are skills that we need to develop in order to take care of the tensions that constantly exist in our environment. And you're not on the team to bring problems and add pressure. That's not why you're there. 
typically when we're looking at teams, we're looking at bringing people in who are problem solvers. So you're not on the team to bring problems and add pressure. You're actually on the team because collectively as a team, we solve problems and we diffuse pressure together. So being a curator of tensions means that we become masterful at these specific skills. Number one is we are courteous, but we are candid in our conversations. And trust always invites accountability. So we're courteous, which means we hold a high, high respect and high dedication to our fellow teammates, but candid conversations, which means that we're not afraid to get into the nitty gritty and talk about what really needs to be talked about, which means that we mean what we say, we say what we mean, and we don't say it mean. Let's look at number two, sacrificing our agenda for alignment. We need to become masters at coming into a discussion table and willing to put our agenda aside for the sole purpose of having greater alignment. We don't win as a team unless we win together. Number three is creating personal margin for unexpected pressure. Where is your contingency space in your life to allow for that space so that when pressures are high, you have room in your calendar and in your life to be able to manage that pressure well? What's your contingency space and what does it look like? And finally, resilient teams focus on persistence. What is persistence? Well, persistence is the ability to keep going despite opposition. Resilient teams have counted the cost of the contribution, which means they have discussed and considered the sacrifice that it's going to be in order to be a part of the team and contribute their share. They know that in order to do whatever it takes, it's going to take whatever they have. And they aren't swayed by opposing opinions or cultural preferences, which means they're not swayed by the one person that complains about the music being too loud or whatever example you may have, that the team is aligned towards a mission, they're solving a problem together, and that mission is not swayed by people's opinions or cultural preferences. Guys, resilient teams aren't counting down the minutes to when the shift is over, but they are embracing every moment that they have signed up for because the, the reward for it isn't in the destination, but it's in the journey together. Resilient team members are the main contributors to other members' persistence. The greatest defense a team has against a quitting culture is the team creating a culture where people refuse to quit on each other. I'm going to say that again. The greatest defense, the greatest defense that we have against a quitting culture is intentionally creating a culture where people refuse to quit on each other. Remember our quote from the beginning that Henry Ford said is everyone is moving forward together. Success takes care of itself. And finally, guys, to end this off, I want to go into Hebrews 10, verse 24 to 25. It says this in the, in, the, um, in the Passion Translation, says, Discover creative ways. Discover creative ways to encourage one another and to motivate them towards acts of compassion, which means I'm not settling for surface-level conversations with my teammates. I'm actually doing the hard work, the grunt work of knowing who they are, what they like, and I'm discovering creative ways to encourage others on my team. And we're gonna motivate them in acts of compassion, doing beautiful works as expressions of love. This is not the time to pull away and neglect meeting together as some have formed in the habit of doing. In fact, we should come together more frequently, more often, and to eagerly to encourage and urge each other towards as we anticipate the day dawning. Guys, a quick refresh on this. Teams are made up of people. 
we need to know what people desire. People desire three things. They desire to be seen, they desire to be known, and they desire, desire to be heard. And teams, resilient teams, focus on these three things. They focus on people, they focus on managing pressure, and they focus on the persistence in pushing through in hard times. I really want to encourage you guys to keep following these parallel team days, these teachings. If you missed this last team day, go back and listen to Jen Tribble's teaching on personal resilience, and then go and listen to Pastor Tinish's teaching on resilience as well. You are not going to regret it. It's chock full of great information that is going to help you lead you forward in coming alongside others and growing your leadership. We're so grateful that you're part of our team and look forward to talking to you next time. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Parallel Leaders Podcast. If you're looking for additional resources, tools, and conversations to move your organization forward and capture the hearts of your community, check out ParallelLeaders.com. And make sure to subscribe to receive each new episode as it's released. And don't forget to follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Parallel Leaders. We'll see you next time.